Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Calm Collective Podcast. I'm Cassandra, and I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. So Kate and I, this is kind of funny, Kate um, came back on the podcast for this episode, and we really wanted to create a conversation around high vibe living in the season of this pandemic because it's really easy, it's easy without a global pandemic to fall into sort of like a negative headspace. It's really easy to lead with negativity, even subconsciously. And so we thought it would be interesting to spark a conversation around all of that, like high vibe living within all areas of life. And we both ended this recording because I I saw that it hit an hour and I was like, oh, we have to stop. It's going, it's like too long. And we had gotten through half of what we intended to talk about. And we both just decided to leave it as is because honestly, we just like threw the outline out the window and it was like this really beautiful conversation. It's what it would have been like if you were sitting next to Kate and I having coffee and just listening to us catch up and talk. Um, This is one of the main reasons why I love this human being as much as I do because she cracks open this piece of me that just spills out and everything that comes out of my mouth is just like so aligned with who I am and how I feel and she has a really beautiful way of just like holding up this mirror for me um, which is obviously why she's one of my best friends in the entire universe. So the conversation doesn't have as much structure as um, episodes usually do on the show but you know sometimes that kind of Breath of fresh air is really nice and it's welcomed and I really loved the candidness of it all and I loved the messages that um, ended up coming through for us. I really, really hope that you enjoy this show. You'll notice we talk a lot about the class, which is, I'm not even going to get into it here. We talk a lot about it in the episode right in the beginning. So I will link all of that information, all of those good nuggets in the show notes for you guys, because I just can't encourage you enough to give it a try in this season of life that we're in. And then lastly, if you just have a few seconds, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review if that feels good for you to do so. Also, if you share this episode with any friends, any family that you think would love this message, that always helps so much. Just always trying to organically grow the podcast and ensure that it gets into the laps of those who need it most. Thanks so much. So I quite literally haven't stopped wearing full-on sweatsuits. <laughs> My mom made a comment the other day and was like, honey, that sweatshirt's very large. <laughs> I was like, it's hey, a men's you know XL. I think it's interesting. One of the, I did one of my, um, in my Empowered Young Souls group yesterday, and one of the girls was like, yeah, I'm definitely struggling. Like, cause we talked about like what you miss the most about life before the pandemic and like what you miss the least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Annika was sharing about how she was like, you know, I used to think I like loved loungewear and like, I loved my athleisure and my like sweats. And she was like, but like after living in my sweats for the last like three weeks, I kind of feel like I've given up on myself. <laughs> She's like, I miss having to get dressed. Yeah. I know. I go in waves of that. It's not so much for me getting dressed. It's more so like actually doing my hair or like putting on a little bit of makeup. So I put on like tinted moisturizer today and like mascara and that for me can make me feel like 
I'm still participating in the world. But, I mean, it's also been this really cool experience, I think, where people are showing up so much more stripped of, like, you know, not worrying so much about, like, what they think they're supposed to look like. Even corporate. Like, I have friends who are in corporate who are doing these Zoom calls, and they're just showing up in a sweatshirt, no makeup, a ponytail. And there's a part of me that's, like, why is that okay at home and why can't they bring that into the workspace? Why does it have to be this like place where women especially are like more respected if they're in high heels or like, you know, full face of makeup or something. I think it's been really cool to witness people being like, no, I'm not doing that. I think back to my corporate Kate days and there, I used to feel like empowered because I mean, I'm six feet tall, but I would wear like three inch heels. Yeah. Go into like board meetings and be like, hi guys. <laughs> I'm running this meeting today. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Here to take up space. Yeah. But it is, it is interesting. Have so you just, just been. Kind of see how everything has changed. I know. Have you just been recycling your rainbow variety of Align pants from Lululemon? <laughs> <laughs> I have that vision. I'm like, I bet you she's wearing, like, one of her 20 colors today. I am. Black. I knew it. Um, yeah. I I found, like, ebbed and flowed between just being in total, like, comfy yoga clothes. Um, and then I have had days where I've just, like, gotten up, worked out, showered, put on jeans, like, put on... Mm-hmm. Like an actual out. I don't even why I would call it an actual outfit. There's nothing that's not an outfit about what I'm wearing right now. (laughs) (laughs) But just like put jeans on, and um, I find that if I need to, depending on what I intend to do that day, um, like if I have a lot of clinical work, like that I need to do for clients, yeah, it's helpful for me to um, to just be. A little bit more focused, I guess. Mm-hmm. That makes and sense. for whatever reason, like showering and putting on jeans, and like you said, just like maybe hitting my hair mm-hmm. with a hair dryer for like thirty seconds, mm-hmm. little under eye, little mascara. I just feel a bit more put together, which is interesting to look at. Yeah, like why it is. I've been having to shower every day. <laughs> That's not to say that like I don't shower frequently anyway. <laughs> But, like, I've been having to shower every day, sometimes twice a day, because since I can't do a lot of, like, go get a lot of body work done, so, like, Reiki and stuff like that, I've noticed I've been, like, doing this thing in the shower where I'll sort of, like, hit every chakra in the shower and, like, Mm -hmm. visualize the water, like, on each – does that make sense? Like, on each chakra. And it's been so amazing. And then also just, like, when I'm feeling really stressed – and we'll get to that, but um, when I'm feeling really stressed, just, like, having the shower be, like, a physical, like, melt-off. Yeah. And, like, totally the visual, amazing. the visualization piece of that is, like, really important and powerful, but, like, that's been such a saving grace for me, too. Yeah, there is something very cleansing about water, I think, in general. Like, I, what I would do to just, like, throw myself oh. in an ocean right now. I know. I just, like, look at the lake from my window. I'm like, why can't – I mean, also, the lake is filthy. But still, I'm like, why can't I just get in it? I just want to plunge so badly. Yeah, but there is – like, I, too, have – that's, like, showering every day and just kind of, like, 
cleanse like washing mm-hmm. off whatever I feel like needs to be washed off yeah I'm like not obviously not talking about um like dirt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just you know energetically yeah. emotionally mm-hmm. uh, and I've been playing around with making them super as you know super super hot oh my gosh you guys I, Kate makes the hottest baths and I know this people are probably like why do you know that but I know this because whenever I go to visit her, she draws me, like, this insane bath with flowers, and it's just incredible. But, like, yeah, I put my toe in it once, and I was like, I think my toe just fell off. So we're working on it. Yeah. I'm still (laughs) trying to hone in on my ability to draw the appropriate temperature of a bath. Get, like, a thermometer um, to put in the corner. Kind of just in a cleansing, detoxifying way to just make them super hot. Yeah. And then at the end, I'll do, like, freezing cold water. So the like Japanese do that. They yeah. do. It's like a sweat bath. Get out mm-hmm. all the toxins. Yeah, you know, just getting creative. <laughs> I know. Whatever works. It's been interesting to see how just day-to-day life has totally transformed and, like, what feels good, what used to, what doesn't anymore, mm-hmm. what no longer seems relevant. I know. I'm also starting to, like, get to the point where I'm almost used to it now. Not in, like, the way where I, like, feel normal because, like, again, we'll we'll touch on that, but, like, I feel very heavy most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, this is the new normal now where I'm like, okay, well, I don't have anywhere to go. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't have any clients to see my the interior design um, job that I was working right before this happened. Like, that's on hold, you know? So everything's just, like, on pause, and I'm, I can't – I almost – it's, like, weird to wrap my brain around thinking of things picking up again and, like, resuming as normal. And I've said this on Instagram, too, but I'm like, I hope it doesn't. You know, like, I, I don't want it to stay where we are, but, like, I certainly don't want to go back to the way things were in the way that the world was, like, energetically moving through life. Like, now that we're kind of out of that and removed from that, I'm like, oh, that did not feel good. Mm-hmm. That didn't feel good. This doesn't feel good. So we need to do better. Well, and I think that um, it is, you know, that living in this global pandemic has really slowed. I mean, it's forcefully and also depending on how you've kind of embodied it, but it's like the forced slowdown of life. Yeah. And we're no longer wrapped up in that chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people that I've talked to and connected with are really struggling with that because I think all so often we're conditioned to just be like busy, busy, busy mm-hmm. and like go, go, go. And we don't know how to really sit and just be with ourselves and be content with that. Yeah. My friend and I think is stripping people down, like you said, mm-hmm. just to like what is true and like they're really beautiful, raw, vulnerable selves that I think it'll be interesting to see when things begin to kind of lift and normalize a bit. Yeah. What the normal looks like. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting, too. I was texting with um, my friend Gino, and we did this, like, we each made a list, and it was like, what do you want? What do you need? 
So, like, being removed from all of this stuff, like, what comes to mind as, like, a want and what comes to mind as a need. And we did it, like, very subconsciously. Um, and one of his needs where he was, like, wow, like, I, I need to stay busy. Um, and he's, like, that's, like, an actual need. It's not, like, a discomfort. It's just, like, how my brain and my body sync together. Like, I always need to be doing something. And for me, I was like, I need to slow down. Like, I need the stillness. But but with that, I also need to make sure that when I'm in that stillness, I'm feeling all of my feelings. Because, Kate, as you know, this past week was, like, probably my heaviest because we've been in this for, what, like a month now. And I sort of was just coasting I was like I was sort of made for this like I'm really sad about what's going on in the world of course but like for the most part it was like I was tuning in selfishly you know um Mm -hmm. kind of like just doing what I need to do doing the work I need to do like recording podcasts getting creative talking to all my friends that I haven't seen in a long time like through FaceTime and then this past week hit and I'm like oh my god this is hard and this is scary and this is really heavy and like what is going on with the world and like something as simple as like I'm not really watching the news much right now but then like getting the news yesterday that like everyone was supposed to be getting their stimulus checks and then the president said no it's going to be delayed because I want to sign all the checks I want my name on all the checks and that like makes me want to cry because I'm like are you fucking kidding me like do what And it was, like, that was, like, the thing that just pushed me over the edge. And I'm not even trying to get political here. It's just common decency where I was, like, this is where the world is at right now. There are people who are in so much pain, who need so much support, and we have this person in charge who who won't even allow that to happen the way that it should be happening. It just, it put me in this place where I was, like, oh, I have some shit to deal with. I have to get this out. And so Kate had been telling me for like a few days, like try the class, try the class, try the class. And if you guys don't know what the class is, I'll put the link in the bio. But it's like a mixture of, how did we explain it? Like kundalini, yoga, cardio, dance, and just fucking primal primal. breathing. Yeah. And so I did it last night because I was like I can't I I honestly got to the point where I was like I feel like I can't exist in this body right now like I'm so uncomfortable I hadn't been sleeping for almost two weeks I was so tired by the way when I was about to do the class like to the point where I was like I'm not going to be able to do this I have no energy and like 30 seconds in I'm talking every cell in my body was activated I was like screaming You know, Mm -hmm. when she would just be like, let it out. I was like, my neighbors are going to be like, is she okay? I was like sobbing at the weirdest times. Like I would just start like sobbing, but still moving my body. And even this morning, I woke up still very activated. Like I slept like a baby, but like I'm still very tingly. I mean, I did another class this morning with you alongside you. Um, And that was definitely more like cardio based. But it was still, and it reminded me a lot of, like, Tai Chi as well. Like, and I really like how they just give you so much freedom to do what you need to do. Like, you you do, like, the, um, the general idea of the exercise that they're doing. But I found myself, like, intentionally pushing. 
Like, I was, like, pushing energy with my palm. Like, get the fuck out of here, that kind of thing. And totally. that reminded me a lot of, like, Tai Chi. <clears throat> yeah. I've never done Tai Chi before, but the I like, everybody that I've talked to that's like, oh, I'm having a really hard day or, like, uh, this week has been intense, which mm-hmm. is very normal right now. Like, I think the reality is is that we're our nervous systems are being taxed so heavily yeah. every day. Because, I mean, for so many reasons, but we're right now navigating through something we've never been through before. No one has. And it's a lot to hold. All the unknowns, the uncertainty, which then brings on the anxiety and, mm-hmm. you know, bouts of depression and just like lots of stuff can come up. And it's a lot to hold. And it, as we've talked about together, that intensity and denseness can like physically begin to like weigh you down yeah and I've just had the most incredible profound releases during the class Mm -hmm. that like everybody I talk to I'm like oh my gosh if you haven't tried it you've got to try it because I like want to gift it to people for me I know I know and it was one of those things where it was like you know what you told me for like four days and I didn't do it and it's like you'll do it when you're ready you know, and, like, for me, last night, I was, like, I'm going to have a mental breakdown, and, like, I could feel myself going into a really deep depression, and so I'm so grateful that I showed up for myself, and that's why I posted that Instagram story of, like, you know, fresh crying eyes and sweaty, and I'm just, like, look, I told myself the day was done and that I couldn't fix this, and this is just how I feel. And instead I showed up for myself and I still feel sad and heavy, but like, I'm not just carrying that around. It's like, well, the way that they allow you to tap into Mm -hmm. like not only just moving your physical body, which always is great to just move energy. Um, Mm -hmm. but getting deeper internally and focusing on your energetic body. And I mean, I've had stuff come up from like, 10 plus years ago. Yeah. I'm sure. Out of nowhere. And then I'm like doing donkey kicks, like bawling my eyes out. Yeah. I look forward to that. Cause like, obviously mine was very centered around just like what's going on and being really mad and upset and sad for myself, for the collective. But like, yeah, I, I can imagine that, that as you keep doing it, you're going to like belly down on a ton of past trauma. And that's the good stuff right there. Getting, getting that out I, of your body. Yeah. I had the most beautiful exchange with Soraya, yeah. who's my favorite. Yeah. I'm She's so glad insane. that you're first class with her. Her voice woof, oh, put me into some sort of trance. She, <laughs> yeah, talks to you. And yeah. I had the most incredibly profound release um, during one of her classes and just really like letting go and forgiving myself and others and just releasing like physical trauma Mm -hmm. that I've endured from others and myself and how she just invited us all in to really sit and be with ourselves and love ourselves Mm -hmm. and apologize for any like negative self-talk. It was just like, yeah, incredible. And I connected with her on Instagram and shared my experience with her and like thanked her for how she shows up in the container that she creates and holds for us and mm-hmm. it was oh makes me like a little misty eyed thinking about it but yeah, yeah people like that I mean come on 
It's like Yeah, she is totally tuned in. Absolutely. And like what's cool is that like, you know, when we're talking about her, there might be some people who think that we're talking about someone who's like flowy and just like hello. No, she is like of the earth, like grounded. Like what's an example? Like even during the class last night, you know, you'd be like moving or whatever and she'd be like, Where are you? Where are you? Kind of like come back to me. Come Come back back to me. You know, and she's like you and all of your, like, this is actually something she said. She was like, you and all of your color-coded post-its, you're to do, and I was like, oh, she's talking to me. You know, she was like, it doesn't fucking matter. And that's what I love, too, is that, like, I I actually really resonate with impactful curse words when they're, u- when they're used intentionally, when they're used properly. I don't like it as far as, like, slang or, like, negativity, obviously, but, like, yeah, being in that class and have having her be like, you are fucking powerful. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to explode. Mm-hmm. And one so of the things good. that I love that she often, like, comes back to a lot, especially because I think right now so many of us are just getting caught in thought and mm-hmm. 100%. Like, in our heads a lot. Yeah. Especially with all this time that we have on our hands. Um but she has said multiple times, and I might not like word for word, but essentially asking you to reflect on how you've been talking to yourself mm-hmm. and how you've been showing up and what you've been doing. And then she'll say, how's that been working for you? Yeah. You want to go of that? You yeah. want to change that? And like invites you to just be like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That doesn't feel good or that hasn't been working why do I continue to just be complacent in the way in which I'm being Mm -hmm. and showing up and talking to myself and others and it just like brings all of your stuff like right in your face yeah it's the yummiest tough love and Mm -hmm. I think too I was so grateful that her class aligned with where I was last night as far as timing and whatever because that was like the message that I needed to hear so much. I mean, for anyone who listened to my last solo episode, um, this experience being by myself has really been a shedding of giving fucks. Like I am just at the point and I don't mean that in like a non-compassionate way. Actually, it's the opposite. Um, I, I'm just, like, in this – I was talking to my friend Grace about this. Like, I am just in this place where I'm, like, I don't have the wherewithal, the space, the energy to people please anymore. I just can't do it. And I'm I'm really, really, really over it. I'm really over making it my business what everyone else thinks about something that I might push out or share. What is the point? Like, well, and that's never, that's never worked for me. So kind of back to what she was saying is like, I've always been running in this circle of like, I'll conform a little bit. Like I'll shrink a little bit. Well, I'll just like alter the message a little bit. And I'm like, for who? Ultimately, I'm the only one who suffers when I do that. The other people who aren't resonating, even when I posted that story last night, the people, I mean, I didn't need everyone to respond to it. That wasn't the point, but there were people that came through I think there was like six, you included, um, and a friend that I made very recently who we just like 
it was just like two stars exploded. And like, I've known you my whole life. It was just like this group of like people who showed up who were like, I see you. I love you so much. Like in this way where I was like, ah, this is what matters. Yeah. You know, even if it's like a handful of people who are like, boom, I see you. Like I am looking right at you when you talk like that. I know that that's your true self. That mm-hmm. just feels so good, and it makes all the other stuff just not matter. Yeah, there's – and we've talked about this over the last couple of weeks, but how this has just been such an interesting process mm-hmm. in living alone. Yeah. Oh, sorry about Jasper. There's a window washer. <laughs> He's terrified. But just how this experience and um, has really – and being in it, and um, living alone, mm-hmm. and just how, like, ultimately, you know, we 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 want to like I miss my like what I would do right now for a hug. Oh my gosh, physical touch! How about it? I said to my friend the other day, I was like, I think if I don't touch another human person soon, I'm gonna dissolve, and that's like my love language. First of all, me too. Yeah, like I've left relationships because there wasn't enough of it. So now that I'm like quarantined without touch, I mean, I can't even like give my doorman a high five. I'm like, what does skin to skin even feel like? Great question. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, I, in the class, when, you know, at the end, when I love the heart clearing part. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I always end it and I, by hugging myself. Yeah. Which... Does it help, though? Because for me, I'm like, I, yeah, I've gotten a lot of that. Like, a lot of touching myself, a lot of, like, hugging myself. Yeah. Um, No, I mean, but it's, and ultimately we, like, we strive and have that deep desire mm -hmm. for connection. And whether that be, like, meeting a friend for a coffee. Yeah. Going on a hike with somebody. um, Like, all the different types of connection that just seemed, you know, we just took for granted. I know. And how ultimately, at least like what I have really realized is it's been a huge and really uncomfortable at times, but opportunity for me to remember that I am my own healer and I am all that I need. And if we can't be content and happy, like just within ourselves. Yeah. What is that? It doesn't yeah. mean I don't desire to, like, connect with others. And, like, like I said, like, what I would yeah. do for a right now. Um, but it's just been interesting to look at. Yeah, because I think I totally feel that. And then on the flip side, it's like a both-and situation, I think, because I'm essentially all that I need. But I'm also realizing, kind of like you said, how much I value people. Like, this has... Honestly, (laughs) I think the last time we recorded, we talked about how I was, like, very content being single, like, I'm happy here, whatever, and, like, I still sort of am, but this whole thing has catapulted me, A, into a lot of self-awareness, into, like, a huge, huge, like, rocket ship of growth, Mm -hmm. and then also being like, yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm, yeah, I'm ready for partnership and not the kind of partnership that's like one leads, the other follows, like a mutual, we both come a hundred, that kind of partnership where I'm like, okay, like I'm ready to like get actually very serious about this. And what's beautiful is that it's not stemming from like a place of being lonely. It's stemming from a place of complete realization of 
what is super important to me and am I ready for that? Yes, I am. Okay, here we go. You Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's made me realize, like, I love Boulder. I love my space here. I love my home. I love my friends and the community that I am a part of here and that I've created for myself in the last three and a half years. Um, but I have thought really seriously about moving back East, Mm -hmm. which I had, I was like, no, mm -mm." like maybe. And then obviously when I started dating Peter, I was like, okay, like we'll see. Yeah. Maybe sometime, but like, you know, Mm -hmm. let's just be here. Let's be in this moment, see how things unfold. And this has just put a lot into perspective for me in terms of my family and, um, friends and obviously being in a long distance relationship has its own challenges and Mm -hmm. being in a long distance relationship in the middle of a pandemic has a whole other host of challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, but it has been interesting that like what has just become really clear. Yeah. And I think that's, what's really beautiful about all the uncertainty and that's like that post I shared a couple of days ago. It's like when everything feels uncertain, mm-hmm. what's actually relevant becomes that much more clear. The pattern. Love the pattern. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, like we did in the last episode, and especially because I think it plays so well with what we're going to dive into today. Can you share some highs from your week with us? What are a few good nuggets that you've collected since we've last recorded here? Well, the class, like we've Mm -hmm. talked a lot about already, but that has been like incredible for me in, on many levels. Um, I also have launched my virtual empowered young souls group Mm -hmm. and connecting with these kids and has just been really, it's been a really amazing experience and just, there's been it's just really interesting to see and to be able to hold space even though it is virtual um for these kids you know they're nine and one group is nine-year-olds and another group are 13-year-old girl they're all girls and just hearing what they're experiencing and what this all feels like through their Mm -hmm. direct experience in it um it's been really profound and It's been really beautiful, so I'm grateful for having them in my life. And then I also just started a new book, which I'm loving, which is The Upside of Being Down by Jen Gotch. Oh, it's so good. I just started it. It's like equal parts funny and equal parts, like, punch you in the heart. Yeah, well, and that's why it felt um, approachable for me. Yeah. In the sense of, like, I don't know that I have the capacity to do, like, some deep spiritual self-awareness work yeah um although the other book that I'm reading right now is Wired for Love which is amazing and um Peter and I have been doing a lot of work within that book which has been amazing that's cool yeah um so yeah those are my highs what about you um I feel like mine are pretty simple but really tapping into like the music that so I don't know I've I've been feeling very sensitive energetically, um, which is cool because that for me is always like a sign that I'm very connected 
So I love, I love that. But like, I tried watching Breaking Bad and my whole body freaked out. Like heart mm-hmm. palpitations, sweaty palm. I was like, nope, this, nope. And so then I tried playing like some music and it wasn't anything like bad. It was just a little too much. Same thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sensitive right now. So I rediscovered Florence in the Machine. Okay, she's insane. Mm-hmm. I just posted one of her songs on my Instagram stories, The End of Love, for anyone who wants to listen to just like a song that will put you sideways. I swear that woman is so talented. But yeah, like things like that, um, like lighter TV. So I started watching New Girl. Um, yeah, I, I had watched it before and I never finished it, but like just a show that's so light and it centers around like friendship and it's so mm-hmm. funny. Like I am laughing out loud probably every 10 minutes. So that's been, that's felt really good. Um, and then the weather has been not great here in Chicago. It's like, been, it's been sunny, but it's either been sunny and freezing or we're getting random snow, which I know in Colorado that's normal here, not so much. So it's really frustrating. Um, but there was a day that hit like 62 and I went out to this park and everyone was like, there, it wasn't very crowded, but like everyone was, you know, six, being respectful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe like even 10 feet apart. And I just laid down and I was telling my sister, I was like, I was like, burying my head in the grass like it wasn't just like enough just to lay in it I was like oh I need to be of the earth like what is this what is ground what is grass took off my shoes like dug my heels in the grass and it was like so like sensory overload and and I when I got home any I don't know just like anyone who was a kid who like played outside or whatever I that smell was so nostalgic like I just smelled like fresh air and grass, like fresh cut grass. And I was just like, oh my God, I know I need to shower, but this is just lighting me up right now. The little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, getting your feet and hands in the earth is so grounding. So the other day, Kate and I were on the phone and we, of course, like all of us, were talking about the state of the world as it relates to COVID-19. I know we touched on this a little bit in, earlier in the episode, but it's so important that goes without saying but something that we keep coming back to is that while it's incredibly crucial that we stay safe and healthy the health part also relates to our mental health so not just our physical health we really wanted to dedicate an episode that centers all around high vibrational living and at a time where the world feels like it has this layer of darkness and it's covered in uncertainty how can we as a society, still tap into these high vibe energies. When there's a will, there's a way. So we're going to dig our heels into that today. It really comes down to doing some light reframe work around our current situations and discomfort. So not ignoring them and what's coming up per se, but just looking at it in a high vibe way. So for example, for me personally, I wasn't sleeping well for two weeks straight. I'm someone who functions properly with eight to nine hours, no question. And I was getting maybe three. And on top of that, I was having anxiety attacks in the middle of the night to where I was like, I'm going to die in my sleep. Like, it was just this whole big mess. So it was uncomfortable to be going through that alone with no one nearby, too. So the high vibe adjustment to this would be to acknowledge that something was yearning to be addressed, right? So being super mindful of that. 
what was I putting off during the day that was making my night so hardcore and wound up? And as I mentioned earlier, I was masking my days with creativity, like working on my new website and taking self-portraits and writing, all lovely things, but nothing was really addressing the darkness of what I was feeling. And that self-awareness really allowed me to tap in and ensure that I was taking care of myself throughout the day. So maybe it's pulling a tarot card to take a moment and reflect. That's been really helpful for me. Maybe it was calling my sister to be like, yo, life is hard now, yeah? And just getting things off of my chest and being heard just so that I wasn't taking it to bed with me and being like, oh shit, here I am and here it all is. Mm-hmm. So the high vibe here is a self-awareness and the intense amount of grace that comes along with giving myself the space to reflect, you know, to feel like shit and then to move through it. Do you have any examples of, like, things that you've had to reframe as far as, you know, this space that we're in and then kind of catching yourself and being like, okay, how can I rework this to where it doesn't completely suck me in? Yeah, I mean, I think initially the thing that I struggled with the most um, was all of this. Like, I love to be alone. Like, I love my alone time. I love to just, like, hang out with myself. And I've always, you know, just really savored that. And then all of a sudden it was like, whoa, you're actually very alone and you're going to be alone for the unforeseeable future. And it all of a sudden just felt forced upon me. Um, And that became really daunting and didn't feel good. And I think it amplified everything that I was feeling around being, like living alone and being alone here and how far away my family was, how far away Peter, or they also are. Um, And then, like you just mentioned, kind of really looking at that and what it all means and reframing it in a way that feels better. Mm-hmm. So, and like looking at this, um, time as an opportunity to really just be with myself mm-hmm. and, um, to like savor that and to honor what's coming up. And that I think has been, um, interesting for me in the sense of, you know, I think a lot of people are treating this like a, productivity contest Hmm. doesn't feel good to me um and so it's been a really great opportunity for me to just really be slow and intentional with the way that um I'm living day to day and it's been a really beautiful reminder of how the reality and like a lot of people myself included have struggled with um you know we can't plan anything We can't make plans for the future. We Mm -hmm. can't, like, get all excited about a vacation or, like, look ahead. And it's been a great opportunity to all, like, moment to moment just come back to presence and realize that even when we think we have a plan, life always happens anyways. Mm -hmm. And it often very rarely goes according to said plan that we thought we just magnificently orchestrated. Um, But – and just – I think continuing to have so much more compassion and grace for myself and everybody else and remembering that the only thing right now that I can control is how I show up in all of this Yeah. and getting back to the things that I know, like make me feel good Mm -hmm. 
and just like building on that list and just whenever I feel overwhelmed or anxious or whatever's coming up for me, mm-hmm. just going back to those practices and rituals that allow me to to be with that and be okay with whatever's arising and then just like give it permission to move through and like move out of me. Yeah, I think that all just makes so much sense. It's really it just comes down to like getting whatever is existing in your body out in any mm-hmm. way that you can. I agree. And not having any judgment around it. And I yeah. think um at least what I've noticed too that's been coming up you know, and I've had moments of it as well. Um, and I think it's really big in the collective right now is people, there's like the fear and anxiety is palpable. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I think it's bringing up a lot of scarcity issues for a lot of people and just like feeling inadequate and that sense of lack, um, mentality and just staying so rooted in fear Mm -hmm. and, you know, being too attached to all the negativity because there is a lot of it right now. Um, but just how, like we, we have a choice there Mm -hmm. and we often forget that. Like we can focus on, and there is, there's so much heartbreak and pain and suffering and death and inadequacies and so many like global structures right now Mm -hmm. that is becoming so apparent and it is really scary and it is so I'm not trying to diminish any of that um but I think for our own well-being and our just day-to-day state we have to choose to like we get or I shouldn't say you have to but we get to choose how we want to show up in it all Mm -hmm. and where we want to put our focus and what we want to you know, how we want to create the experience for ourselves within all of this. And that's really empowering. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, we can choose to like take control of what we can control and really reframe the experience to make it more positive. Um, And also just having so much gratitude and realizing that within each of our experiences, like how, much privilege we have yeah oh my gosh I know and um and so I just think that like if we choose every day and like moment to moment to really you know come from a place of gratitude Mm -hmm. and allow ourselves to feel what's ever arising but always come back to that place of gratitude and compassion and love for ourselves and others Mm -hmm. It can totally transform your day-to-day yeah. state of being. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I think the control piece is so good because I know fear is like this – it's a common emotion, but like something that I've been really practicing on is there's an acronym for fear that I really like that sits well for me, but it's false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. Because for me, fear is not in the present. Fear is, um, you know, an emotion looking into the future. And so – whenever that comes up for me, I kind of just take a beat to say like, I can't control that. Like that's not even happening. That is not this, that's not this moment. I could be feeling something that's uncomfortable, but like any fear that I'm feeling is not within my control. Like it's usually around money for me or, 
um, my work picking back up and like are people going to be okay to like need to hire an artistic service once this is all done? How long is that going to take? Right? So it's like this wheel that keeps on going where ultimately that's not my business to worry about right now because like as a collective we are all in the same limbo state so like why use my energy towards something that truly I can't control and that we're all in together so that's been really really helpful too to kind of sit with that and mm-hmm. trust well, and I you think, know I mean my therapist has always reminded me that when I have bouts of anxiety and a lot of anxiousness is coming up which this experience has definitely provoked a lot of that it's our own physical body's way of telling us we're actually not being present with ourselves exactly and it is often like anxiety is when we get way too far in the future and we're worrying about things we're creating stories around Mm -hmm. you know experiences or outcomes or you know what life is going to look like and we have no idea yeah And it could be really crazy and wild. It could also be really beautiful. Yeah, the future tripping. It's like... (laughs) Yeah. Never really a productive exercise. Um, And how, you know, I think back on my life and how when I thought I've had a plan and everything was great, it's like when I moved out here and took this job and everything happened and then I met Angus and that was incredible and then, bam, within two weeks... I lost my job, Angus died, and I was out in Colorado and was like, wow, who am I? Yeah. (laughs) Where am I going? (laughs) That intense, extremely uncomfortable and heartbreaking and just insane experience that I had within all of that also propelled me Mm -hmm. to where I am now. And I truly believe that if none of that had happened, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. And how, like, when things totally blow up and are not what you thought they would be or how we thought that they would or what they would look like, to just trust within yourself that no matter what happens and what shows up, that you are capable of navigating through that. Mm -hmm. And that ultimately the universe has, like, much bigger, better more grand plans that you could ever even dream up mm-hmm. yeah 100 it's like it goes back to or all comes down to just like trusting the reroute mm-hmm. you know instead of trying to fight it and be like that's not what was supposed to happen like look and let me let me preface this by saying that kate and i are both two people who have dealt with physical loss so like death of someone that we loved um So this is coming from two people who understand what that feels like. So in no way are we ever going to be like, it happens for a reason. Like, no, that's not what we're trying to say. Rather, it's it's really surrendering to what did happen. Accepting it. Yeah, and just being like, where do we go from here? Like, what is meant for me after this like because it does change you so dramatically this experience will change people so dramatically and instead of trying to fight it and be like what are we going to do what are we going to do just sort of being like okay there's only so much I can do right now I think what I'm going to decide to do is just surrender and be like let me know I'm open I'm open to receiving I'm open to learning the lesson from this 
um, and not trying to like force that lesson to show up when it's not ready. Mm-hmm. So it comes back to like the being uncomfortable, being still. But it's like that's really all that's asked of you right now, unless of course you're working like a frontline job, which beyond grateful, hand to heart. Oh my God, there's not enough to say around that. Um, or you know you're someone who has like a very busy job working from home, like understood this isn't your experience but for a lot of us it is um coming down to like layoffs or you know a pause on jobs or your job looks very different um Mm -hmm. and so I think yeah it's so much trust is involved right now yeah surrender and trust you know surrender and accept the reality of what is Mm -hmm. and trust that there is relevancy within it all and I think that's where we have the power and the capability to really look at what gets to continue to be relevant for us. A hundred percent. And actually I love that you just brought that up because I'm dealing with this within, um, I wanted to segue into like productivity and stuff like that. But what you just said, the relevancy, I'm currently rebuilding my website. As you know, I'm, I'm switching Mm -hmm. from WordPress to Squarespace. And it was something that I, it was something that I took on and was like, oh, this will be like no big deal. And now I'm like, oh, it's actually kind of a lot of back end work. Um, but what's been really cool is that because I'm doing that simultaneously with like all of this like self growth stuff going on, mm-hmm. I'm being forced to let go of a lot of stuff that I thought was important that like in my heart of hearts, I don't really give a shit about. So as an example, Well, one thing I'll say is even something as stupid as, like, picking out color schemes, before, I guarantee you, I would have been, like, looking around on Pinterest and, like, looking at other websites and being like, ooh, I like that combo. With this one, I was like, nope, this is what I like. I'm not looking elsewhere. I chose it, like, intuitively and was just like, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. And then it was, like, the next aligned decision and then the next aligned decision. And just because I don't have a whole lot of mental space to give elsewhere I'm in it sounds bad but I'm kind of in like a selfish mode right now where it's like it's me it's caring about I mean I'm caring about the collective as a whole but like I'm very focused on just like taking care of taking care of myself yeah and so I don't really have a lot of energy to like spend on things like Pinterest or really scrolling through Instagram um so I'm not being um pulled in any other direction which is really interesting and I've noticed you have to go through all of the blog posts when you import them from WordPress to Squarespace you have to go through every single one because like the the typing is all messed up so this has been actually a really awesome experience it's very tedious but I'll go I'll like see certain posts that I've written I'm like what the Like, fine. Like, that's where I was at in that season of life. But, like, I can feel where I was coming from. I was looking for, like, I knew that this post would do well based on, like, affiliate links or something. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I was sharing, like, a sweater, like, an outfit. And I'm like, that's that's never actually aligned for me. Like, I appreciate fashion from the standpoint of, like, I think it's fun to get dressed. But, like, it's not ever been something to where I'm like, I want to show people what I'm wearing. And... It's not, it's just not me. Like, it's different if I'm like, I bought this sweater, everyone needs it, I'm going to share it with you because it's that good, that's different. But it's just been this really cool practice of, like, going through and being like, I'm not taking that with me. I'm not Mm -hmm. taking that with me. 
that's not my end goal. This website is not to get people to buy X sweater. This website is to get people to like really tap into who they are and like really look at what's affecting them. Like the Calm Collective took this weird turn of people, I'm not going to say who, but like certain people within like business telling me you need to monetize. You need to monetize. You need to monetize. Otherwise, what's the point? And Mm -hmm. there was a season where I was like, you're right. What is the point? I need to catch up. I need to like, and my comparisons were with my friends within the blogging industry. So like my friend Jess Keys and like my friend Kelly Larkin. I'm like, I'm first of all, they're doing something completely different. And there's no way that I'm ever going to like catch up to that because like night and day. Mm -hmm. And I've just like come back into this like, I mean, I built this, I built this platform because I was grieving so badly and had nowhere to put it. That is Mm -hmm. the root of it. And along the way I was sharing makeup tricks and like stuff, which fine, I'm not really judging the process, but it's just interesting to see when I'm, when I'm, um, posting things in lack, going back Mm -hmm. to that lack mentality, fear mentality. And when I'm truly in it. And when I'm like, people, people who are ready will get this message. And I'm, I'm back there. And that is something that I intend to honor after this. It's been a huge wake-up call for me of like, I know my purpose. I know the point of this. I know the message that I want to evoke. And I'm, I'm done trying to put myself in this perfect little box and make mm-hmm. it all about like financial abundance. I it's so much more important to me that it's abundant within connection and like helping people and healing people and you know, if the monetization comes from like being able to do like one-on-one sessions with people, boom, like that is where it's at for me. Mm-hmm. Like don't buy the well, french that- press I'm talking about, like buy a session. Like let's like do some work together, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think what's interesting too is like I think back to when we first met, yeah, and like how we reconnected because of the content that you were sharing about your grieving process. Yeah, and I reached out to you when after Angus died and was like, I cannot express to you in just words like they feel inadequate to me to tell you how grateful. I am that you have been so open and so vulnerable and so raw around your grieving process Mm -hmm. because it is validating my experience like more than you probably will ever know. I love that. And I feel like you've shared with me, you know, so many people reaching out and to you, like whether it's through the blog or through Mm -hmm. the podcast, that when you are being authentic with yourself Mm -hmm. and being true to who you are and the messages that you want to share and your experiences and like what came out of them and Mm -hmm. honoring yourself and others throughout it all. That's when the incredible connection happens and Mm -hmm. like, who knows what's going to come. And it's so, it's been so beautiful to witness like your process through it all. And, you know, like we were talking the other day when you were sharing about, um, moving over everything over and redoing things. And it's like, now they're not even choices. You're like, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. It's not even like a decision. It's not like, "Mm, should I go with this color palette or that one? It's like, nope, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately when we are 
in our truth and like in our true selves and operating out of that space, you actually don't have to make any decisions. Totally. Yeah. It's flow. It's like complete flow. And of course, like I do have little hangups there where I'm like, but is that like will this mess up like SEO stuff? Cause like, I mean, it is also important to think about those things. You know, you don't want to be like totally reckless and lose people who, you know, who are once following and then they can't find you. Like, obviously I don't want that for people. Um, but yeah, it's just like getting tied up in the wrong things, you know? And also going back to that too, like the energetics behind, Oh, here's a really good example. So the energetics behind, like when I get, paid from affiliates like so when that payment comes through like it's hard to explain into words how I feel when I get it but I'm like okay and then I'll get like I posted on Instagram stories that woman whose mom is going through cancer who was like you know essentially like I I don't know how I would do this if I didn't have like you know your your work to reflect on or whatever getting that it like blew me through a roof Mm -hmm. compared to like getting a check for like affiliate stuff compared to like someone who's not paying me in any way but just seeing Mm -hmm. me I was like oh I would choose this all day and I know we need money I'm not saying that we don't like need financial security I I I mean yes I know that but paying attention to the energetics of it is Mm -hmm. what will keep you on the right track and I think I've been seeing more of that in this season for me than ever before and so I'm like oh I don't I don't want to go back from this. This is like being seen is, oh my gosh, it's the ultimate, it's the ultimate reward. It's an incredible form of currency. Yeah. In a weird way. Totally. And I think there's like surrendering and trusting it comes up again for me. Like Mm -hmm. when you're sharing that, because it's like, yes, we have been programmed to be driven by money. And if we let go of the attachment to money and actually do what feels within alignment with ourselves and Mm -hmm. our purpose and our passion and like share our gifts with each other and just, you know, the collective abundance comes in many different ways. Mm -hmm. I just posted an episode today um, with Caitlin Smith of Caitlin Curiosity and we talked about abundance and one of the things that she said was, she was like, I know I'll always be taken care of if I choose to reframe abundance just being about money. Yeah. She's like, the minute I started doing that, the minute I made it more about, like, how can I support you and, like, you know, choosing herself and then in, in turn choosing to help others, she's like, the universe is just taking care of me. Mm-hmm. It was when I was like, it's all about the money. It's all about the money that, like, shit was falling apart there was crickets. No one was listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, we undermine what the power that people's energy gives off. hundred percent. Because mm-hmm. when you are reading a post or, you know, I went through a whole phase with just like barely even being able to be on Instagram because I was like, this is just like one big commercial. Yeah. Um, I've been guilty and you of that. Can tell when somebody's sharing genuinely and, you know, and it is their truth. Or if it's like, mm, I've got some bills to pay. Mm-hmm. Which, Which is okay, you know, but then be like, I have some bills to pay. <laughs> Can you support me? You know, there is some truth in the reality in yeah. that, and that's great. Yeah. Um, those are just not the type of posts that I often am, like, called to 
mm-hmm. engage with. Mm-hmm. There's, um, I keep, <laughs> I don't mean to, but I keep referencing like people I've had on the podcast, but Erin Claire Jones is a really good example of that. The human design reader, she, one of her um, biggest offerings is she does blueprints, which I should be getting mine any day, where it's basically like a dissection. It's like a 40-page PDF of your human design, you specifically, individually. Um, and this is something that she offers all the time, and I follow her Instagram religiously. She's someone that I tap into every day because she's always giving away like free, valuable content and something that she does is she is always linking and talking about her blueprints but it never comes off to me as like I don't know energetically I'm just like yeah of course she is like that's something that she she offers it's something that she's good at and that's how she wants to support people and I'm talking like every other Instagram story is like swipe up for the blueprint or whatever and it does not bother me because it's coming from this place of like this is how I know to support you I don't need you to buy it. If it feels good to you, swipe up. If it doesn't, move on. But it's like there's there's so much energetically entwined to how you package up something. Like you said, it's coming from lack or it's coming from abundance of like, I know that I can support you with this if you want it. Or I need you to need this because I want it, (laughs) you know? Totally. Well, and like that's like – and those posts and stories probably resonate really well with you because you know that like that is her gift mm-hmm. and she it's authentic to her. She's created it. And that is yes. It's a service that you can purchase to support her and her work, but it's also incredibly beneficial for you. Exactly. It's also why you probably feel more fulfilled and happy when you take on your one-on-one coaching clients yeah. and get paid that way versus like affiliate links Mm -hmm. or even like with the declutter method course like when I put that out I was like oh hell yeah this is like so supportive um I feel like I've gotten some of like the sweetest emails from people who have done it who or who are like halfway through one girl finished and was like whoa I was not expecting that because it's like deep work you know it's not just like this course where you're like hey go clean out your closet it's like mm, <laughs> clean out your closet and then get to the root of why you keep having to clean out your closet it just touches on so many different things and so I I did create that course because I was like I need to get creative with income sources and then it became so much more once I released it of like no I really believe in this yeah thing that well, I'm putting there's, out you know like you said before it's we all need to make money like we need to pay our bills and, you know, mm-hmm. keep, um, there is the importance of that. And I think it's all about just honoring the process and however you like what feels authentic to you. Mm-hmm. I feel like something that's really important too, that I've been trying to do is to, I really feel like the theme of this conversation, it is high vibe, but it's also, we're talking a lot about the like the fear and lack mentality, which I think is really important. But kind of going back to that, I've been trying to think a lot about what I've already accomplished. So Mm -hmm. not using this time to be like, ah, what else do I need to do? What else do I need to do? But like using it as a time to reflect and be like, wow, like I've built a really sweet community within the Calm Collective and the podcast. What a gift. It's here. And in real time, I'm living amongst the desired outcome. And yeah, I keep like adding to it, 
you know, I keep like making a to-do list of things that I can do to make it better, but I'm really trying to come back into the moment and be like, oh, I'm so grateful that I have like a place to show up for, um, and like an outlet of sorts with people who, who are already present within this message. They don't need much else from me other than what I'm already doing. So taking a moment to just celebrate that. And like, even within photography, I'm so grateful that I have, you know, created this business of returning clients who are excited to work together like once this is over and celebrating those tiny victories instead of being like shit I have no work or like shit what am I supposed to do now or you know just like trying to create all of this busy work did that Mm -hmm. make sense yeah well I mean I think it's um it's an interesting way of honoring how far you've come and really like seeing that and validating your entire experience throughout it Mm -hmm. and being proud of what you've accomplished and not feeling like, okay, yeah, that's great. I've created this incredible community and I've done, I've created and grown an incredible photography business and you know, you're all the things that you have done and then being like, okay, and this is, that's like great, but I need to go do all of these other things now because you know, it's like subscribing to the rat race Mm -hmm. because I have all this time and the pressure to just be doing and be busy. And yeah, um, I muted a lot of my Instagram. I didn't want to unfollow anyone that I'm following because I follow everyone for a reason, but like within this sensitive season, there's been a lot of that of like, what are you doing today? Or like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this or like use this time to get creative. So I've Mm -hmm. had to like mute a lot of these accounts just to be like this isn't supportive for me right now like being unintentionally yelled at to like use this time to the most of my ability when really all that my body needs is to like lay on the couch and watch a new girl today or to Mm -hmm. be sad you know Mm -hmm. or to have a glass of wine at 3 p.m like I'm very easily easily impressionable too. Like as a projector in human design, like I just soak up everyone's energy. I don't have much of my own. So Instagram for me can be super taxing. And especially when I'm so vulnerable right now, if someone tells me that they think that I need to be being creative, you better believe I'm going to be on a shame spiral if I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have the tolerance for that right now. So yeah. A loving mute. Yeah. Mute is great. <laughs> I mean, and I think, um, for me, it's just, it's been a beautiful softening around allowing myself to honor whatever I'm experiencing. Yeah. And some days are going to be more productive than others. Yeah. You know, some days I wake up and I'm, I am feeling inspired and I'll mm-hmm. get creative hits to create new products or totally you know, it's the both and yeah. And that's great. Yeah. And then other days I wake up and I'm like, why the fuck should I even get out of bed today? Mm-hmm. It's so real. And, you know, and, um, and honoring both of those experiences and 100%. allowing myself to have grace within it all. Yep. And that neither experience is better or worse than the other. They're just very different. Yeah. And it's not being catapulted from someone else. No, you're, you're honestly, you're waking up and you're tuning into how you feel. And that is like the best gift that we can give ourselves right now. 
Mm -hmm. And just like letting go Mm -hmm. of that pressure or the desire to always be doing and Mm -hmm. just getting really grounded and content and expansive Mm -hmm. in the state of simply being. Totally. Um, And I do think that there is that projection and that's like one thing I've had to get, there's been a lot of really incredible boundary work that has come out of the immense pressure, mostly through social media. What's um, an example of that, of like the boundary work? Like I've gone so far as to just like straight up unfollow people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I also have limited my time like, I remember it was either the second or third week when I got that lovely reminder from my iPhone how much time I had been on it. Yeah. It was alarming. And I was like, this is not serving me mm-hmm. because it's making me feel bad if I'm not feeling happy today or grateful or whatever it, whatever I felt like I was being told to, like, how to feel through Instagram. Um and like news and just creating boundaries and all like around and having self-discipline with social media, consuming Mm -hmm. news and information. Um, and then also with not feeling like I have to pick up every single phone call Mm -hmm. and respond to every single text, just like, like soup, like, yes, we have a lot of time on our hands, but I think because we individually are, holding so much right now within the intensity of what we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. I found myself like at capacity just within myself. Mm -hmm. And so my ability to like hold space for others and show up in that sense has been extra draining. And I've the days when I'm not careful and intentional around respecting my own boundaries within that I just feel depleted and drained and taxed on a level that is not good for me. And you can get so anxious. And it's like, I mean, I've even had that with, you know, obviously FaceTime requests have been like through the roof because that's how we're connecting. And I get that and I love them. But I've even had to get to a point, like even last night I had a friend, um, Bobby, who was like, do you want to do a happy hour Zoom call this weekend? And I was like, Let's talk Saturday afternoon and see how we're feeling. Because, yeah. I mean, like, I'm just not in a position to be like, yes, that sounds great. Because I don't know how I'm going to feel on Saturday. I might not want to see anyone. That might feel awesome. And mm-hmm. so just like you said, just like honoring the boundary of like not having to like – Glennon Doyle talks about that in her new book, Untamed, too, where she was like, you know, my text messages do not control me. My phone ringing on the phone does not control me just because, and she says this lovingly, but just because someone decides to call you or text you does not put you in a place of owing them something. That was their choice. It is now your choice if you respond. It is not on you if you don't. Right. You know, you are not a slave to this, like, back and forth. It's a choice that someone else made, and I thought that, like, black and white – you know, description of like what that exchange actually is was really, really powerful because yeah, it just goes back to what you said of just like, if it's going to drain you, that's not, that doesn't help anyone. Yeah. I think that's a really important, that's like a great example and important reminder for us to also remember when we're the ones making the FaceTime request or sending the text. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And yes, it's also totally. been a really incredible lesson for, or an opportunity to really refine communication. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I really need to connect with somebody because I'm ha- like, I'm having a tough time or, you know, just being really clear and asking for what I need mm-hmm. versus just like, you know, not wanting to put anybody out or, you know, be a burden on anybody else. Cause mm-hmm. you know, that I just, you know, everyone's going through so much. So I, I mean, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Which is like, so unproductive for mm-hmm. everyone involved in that whole experience and just reminding myself that everybody processes and handles things so differently and to just honor where everyone's at and how they're processing. Yeah. I've been trying to do a lot of like when I do text, just always following up with like, um, no need to respond if you're taking care. Like I want to take the, like it goes back honestly to the grieving experience of like when you're in grief and, you know, people are blowing up your phone all the time and it can feel really stressful. And then you get those messages who are like from people who are like, don't respond Mm -hmm. or like, I need nothing from you in return. And that's kind of how I've been trying to show up as best as I can. Obviously I've had some hard days and I'm, I'm sure that I've neglected to do that, but yeah, just being like, Hey, was just thinking of you and want to share this recipe. Like no need to respond if you're taking care on the flip side, if I need help, something my sister and I always do, but, like, more so now, too. Hey, do you have, like, do you have the space to Mm -hmm. chat? And I know what that means. I know that that means she's having a hard time, and she's asking me, do you have the heart space? Do you have the head space? Will this bring you down further? Or, like, Mm -hmm. are you in a healthy space where you can take on mine? And Mm -hmm. I think that is, like, I feel like you and I are very much like that, too. It's Mm -hmm. We do a really good job of respecting, like, where each other is at. Well, and I think this is like something I've been working on too with my Empowered Young Souls groups is remembering or reminding them and giving them the permission that it's okay to feel however you're feeling. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to feel really anxious and overwhelmed and stressed out and feeling the intensity and just like being scared. Yeah. That's okay. You don't have to, you know, we don't always have to be positive and happy and Um, you know, and I think when we continue to avoid the uncomfortable feelings, they just, they don't, they get buried. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Like (laughs) that's literally what we were talking about in the beginning of this episode. What was happening to me when you were like, you need the class because I got to a point where it was buried and had nowhere to be released. And I was like, oh, I just need to like flail my arms and yell and scream and cry got it Mm -hmm. well that was therapeutic and this conversation honestly took on sort of a life of its own which is really cool Kate and I you know try to have some sort of an outline so that we don't like get too off track but we did get super off track with this conversation but it felt really good and I think it feels important to just you know post as is because it's clearly the message that needed to come through it's like two best friends just catching up and talking money and fear and lack and high vibe and compassion and all things. So yeah. And just, I think, you know, to really honor yourself and the experience that you're having within this really heavy and uncertain time and giving yourself permission to honor whatever that is. 
and drop judgment of yourself and of others mm-hmm. and just, you know, continue to come back and start every day from a place of compassion and love for yourself and for everyone else. Absolutely. And do the class if you need it. Yeah. Do the class. This is like not sponsored in any way, shape or form. We are just two people who are madly in love. So yeah. All right. Love you. Thanks for coming along. Thank you all so much for tuning in and for listening to this conversation with my soul sister, my beloved Kate Hart. I hope that you had something, if not a few somethings, to take away from this conversation. And again, very sorry for Jasper barking in the background. Window washers make him very anxious. So thanks for sticking with us and just always showing up for this show and for the the message. I, I mean, you know, I say it all the time, but I'm just so grateful. My cup runneth over. So I can't wait to see you back here next week. 